Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. On this festival of the martyrdom of St. John the Baptist, I'd like to consider this appointed epistle lesson from Romans 6. This wonderful baptismal, uh, baptismal passage in which believers are instructed to live in repentance. Not only does baptism begin that work in our lives, but it is of daily use for us as we continually return to that baptismal identity through confessing our sins and receiving the Lord's forgiveness. There's this interesting phrase in verse 3 that really stuck out to me whenever I read this passage. It says that those who have been baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death. Emphasis mine. Some take that into his death to be purely symbolic. Like, like the act of baptism itself is a symbol of Christ's death. And so being baptized into his death just means being plunged into water. Like Christ was plunged into death. But is that what St. Paul is teaching? He's not using any symbolic language, although that language is certainly available to him and he's a pretty smart guy. The whole chapter is him arguing that, that baptism has changed everything, this new identity that has been given in Christ. And I would argue that it all hinges on that phrase, into his death. Something has happened. Something has changed. A, a transaction has, been taken, has taken place for the baptized. Because you have been baptized into his death, you've been plugged into it. You've been made one with it. It changes things for you. Let me offer, you, offer just a few reflections here. First, you have died. In your baptism, a, a death has occurred. But it's a special kind of death. It's not a physical death, hopefully not, you know, I'm sure that there's been somebody who's accidentally been drowned by baptism or something like that. This is not a spiritual death, nor is it an eternal death. It's, it's this kind of death. It's a death to sin. St. Paul opens this chapter by asking this rhetorical question, and it's one that he anticipated from those who wanted to abuse the gospel. He said, are we to continue in sin so that grace may abound? This is the question that's anticipated, right? Because if salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, if, it, if it's a free gift given solely by grace, does that mean then that we get to do whatever we want? That we get to sin however much we want? You know, there's this old saying that describes that kind of attitude, right? That, that God loves to forgive and I love to sin. So it's this great setup, right? St. Paul answers, of course not. May it never be. Why? Because you have died to sin. That's what being plugged into Christ's death means. That's what baptism means. A, a daily drowning of the old Adam with all his evil desires and a daily bringing forth of the new creation, the person that you are in Christ if I can borrow the language of the small catechism. 
St. John Chrysostom, one of the church fathers, he said this in one of, the, one of his sermons on this passage. This is wonderful. He says, being dead to sin means not obeying it anymore. Baptism has made us dead to sin once and for all, but we must strive to maintain this state of affairs so that however many commands sin may give us, we no longer obey it, but remain unmoved by it as a corpse does. Beautiful. Being dead to sin means that it's dead to you and you to it. That's the power of baptism. That's the power of being plugged into Jesus' death. Second, being baptized into his death means that you are marked by his death. You know, baptism is one of those milestone celebrations for families with children. And rightfully so. Whenever you bring your little ones to the font, it's something that you never forget. God making your children his own, granting them the new birth and adoption into his family. There's usually not a dry eye in the room. It's this, it's this wonderful miracle that occurs right in our midst. There's this part of the ritual um, that doesn't get talked about very much. You know, before the baptism, the, the person who's being baptized, whether they're a child or an adult, is marked by the pastor with the cross of Christ, both on the forehead and on the heart. Now, speaking of symbol, this is a symbolic action. This is a, a ceremonial action that points to something deeper going on in baptism. Being baptized into Jesus' death means that his death has become ours in baptism. The Christian life that follows baptism is a cross. It is taking up your cross daily with all of its sufferings, with all of its sorrows and heartaches. John the Baptist, as we remember today, shared in the death of Christ through his own death. He was the forerunner of Jesus, both in proclaiming his word and preparing the way of the Lord, and also he was a forerunner of Jesus' death. He was decapitated for preaching the law to a wicked and unrepentant king. Of course, his death was not identical to Jesus's, but he was marked by Jesus' own death to come in that he was executed for preaching the truth, just as Jesus was. As a baptized Christian, you are called to confess his atoning death, and that will often bring hardship and sorrow in addition to the hard stuff we already experience in this life. Finally, being baptized into Jesus' death means that you will be raised. What's the point of being connected to Jesus' death? What's the end goal? A resurrection. Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. So going back to the first point, that you have died. Not only have you died to sin, but you've been given newness of life now. You participate in the new creation right now. That's Paul's point. So live like it. We live like it because it's already true of us. We are raised with Christ. 
And if we are raised with him now, then what about whenever he returns for us? God's word guarantees it. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. That is bodily, completely new, glorified, never to die again. Such is the power of God in baptism. Such is the power of the promise that St. John the Baptist had. Even though he was murdered at the hands of sinful men, he was plugged into the death of Jesus. And if in his death, then also in his resurrection. You have the same promise. Through baptism, you have died to sin. You've been marked with Jesus' death and you have the guarantee of a resurrection. Live like it today because it's coming. God has said so and he does not lie. In the name of Jesus, amen.